0: Hello and welcome to Season 3 Episode 4 of The Legend of PJ Famicom. On the show I have my computer pick random songs from my solo discography, then I talk about the track for a bit before we listen to it. Like Yoda, often I speak, mostly to make fun of bad lyrics. I also do this two-tone demon voice
1: Back when I played
0: solo shows, I'd put my whole life into making my song explanations meaningful and entertaining. And I think I'm pretty good at talking about my songs. While playing said solo shows became really damaging to my emotional health, I still want to connect to people who like my work. Also, I'd always been meaning to put my life story into a zine or something but this podcast is better for that, and I thank you for listening. Our first song today, I have weird feelings about. Go figure. It's called Glitter Gold from my 2006 Bell Split with Millie Geronimo. The idea for the split was to make songs using only bell sounds on whatever keyboard or device we had. I don't even have Millie's tracks anymore, and it was always somewhat difficult for me to listen to them. We were in love and she was a star, a prima donna-to-be in the literal sense. And of course, she had more obvious talent in grooming than I did, with singing songs in front of people. I was a starving artist, inspired by Planet X Records and the Free Pizza for Life ideology, and she was an opera student from the north suburbs. So when she decided to start playing shows the way I did with Super Famicom, I did feel that it was an intrusion, but what was I to do, discourage her from doing something that was, aside from my personal feelings, cool? No way. So we played music together and did the split. The song Glitter Gold is a story about a great singer who is greatly oppressed by his talents and the obligation to share such gifts so others can profit. A common theme for me, I guess. Like every song on my side of the split, I started with a free twinkling of the song's main chords. And I do like the form I used for this song, like many I did at the time. Verses were short, like two lines. So you get two verses, a chorus, and a bit of a melodic instrument solo. Anything else would make the whole thing drag. So I consider the song a piece of pure substance. Soon after its release, some guy I'd never talked to before told me he'd made a music video of it for his class project, and I respect the rights of others to enjoy my work in whatever way they see fit, though I've always struggled with being forced to watch it, and especially hard when you're trying to play these parts from the deepest threads of your life, burying your soul in hopes your audience might show some respect for it, but this was just a music video. It was made with clips from the movie Scarface. I don't know if that video is still on YouTube or not, but if you see it, your life might be changed forever. So be careful out there. For now, rock this jam, let us. By Super Famicom, from the Bell Split with Millie Geronimo.
1: Glitter Gold!
2: He sang like a bird with a throat of silver. Everyone who heard made him a famous singer. They wanted him for their shows, to turn his voice to gold. To make what was his own into something to be sold. Being so he cut out his vocal cords.
0: Our next song today is from my 2007 album, Texas. It's called Chad Plays Drums, Lisa Plays Bass. Chad and Lisa, let's call them Chisa, were two of my favorite people for a long time. They let me crash at their house in Champaign, Illinois for like two weeks one time while I wrote songs for my splits with Real Life Tigers and the L.A. Beard Club, just trying to be in a nice place while I wasn't in school, floating around until my long tour with Red Bear. Despite my sort of floating status, this was early in the millennial depression and we were all broke. Luckily I always had a show coming up with which I could make a few bucks. Chisa and I really liked to smoke weed, but the weed was not always easy to come by. It was still very much illegal in Illinois. So fast forward to after my long tour with Red Bear, I had a few shorter tours lined up and I was again floating around Illinois. about to ride down to Denton, Texas for a little festival for freak folk music and whatnot. It was my last hurrah before either moving back to my parents' house and getting a normal life or moving to Florida. And it was a crucial time for me to acquire a bag of grass of my own. We were all bone dry, but then we got it. We got a big bag. It was swag, but we had it in plenty, and we decided to commemorate the moment with the song. Lisa played bass guitar. Chad played drums on their toy keyboard. I'll record into my General Electric microcassette recorder. Such glory. Super Famicom as a band. One afternoon only. Chad plays drums. Lisa plays bass.
1: Here's the song. We'll do
2: this piece where I
0: A note on the lyrics. I was on shrooms when I arrived at their house. They had an exchange student staying with them who liked to do puzzles all day and smoke really fancy, though not very strong, spliffs. And that was somewhat of a complaint between us all. We smoked like Americans. Our next song today was recorded about a month before Chad plays drums, Lisa plays bass. It's called To Everyone Else's Friends from my 2007 split CDR with Fire Island AK. When writing the lyrics, I was on a long tour missing my old friends. It was somewhat tough for me, being so long away from people I knew. I was with Pat and Ivy, but I still felt very alone. Even when you spend almost all of every day with the same two people, you find yourself naturally isolating on some level in order to get along. And at the time, I didn't have the emotional equipment to do that well. And I got that need, that want to break away into the loving arms of an old friend who can affirm that I'm okay. Or give advice on the current trouble. I think the general chord progression of this song is a lot like Tifa's theme from Final Fantasy VII, so therefore I think it's pretty good. Also, the track itself sounds pretty good. I really liked the panning dual beatboxes I did in some songs on Emily Songs too, and I think I did it good on this song, adding drums without needing drums. If only I had some bass in there aside from the sparse keyboard bass, but gosh. I do love keyboard bass. So let's check it out. By Super Famicom to everyone else's friends. fourth song today is called Berserker, pronounced Berserker, from Super Famicom's 2010 tape The Diamond Rainbow. It's one of my more actualized metal Super Famicom songs. It's got the sludge and the thrash and some of the vocals are all right. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. Berserker. Berserker. The so lyrics and themes were taken from a lot of different pieces, all of which affirmed my metalness. I used to sing the first line of the song every time I went to work. You gotta make that money. There's nothing wrong with it. I guess that's the way. As much as I think washing dishes on a professional level is a waste of my life and creative potential, the bills have to get paid and I'm dying anyway. I'm ready to be satisfied, satisfied was used later in the song Ian's Anthem from the bottom. But first the line was part of a chant my Blaze brother used to perform. Pass me the papers and the weed tray. I'm ready to be satisfied, satisfied. It was such an impactful chant that I had to use it in more than one song. To put it into a third might be too much. Genocide Moe which is the name of a song on Super Famicom's The Wandering Floor at Part 8, was a popular line in a song by the Decatur metalcore band Lorianne. The song was Be Born, Learn, Work, Retire, and Die. We recorded a couple songs at our friends Nick and Luke McNeely's house, both songs prominently featuring riffs of mine that have since been dispersed into other songs of my own. But anyway, we recorded the instruments to these two Lorianne songs and CJ went back later and did his vocals. The next time I saw Nick, who'd engineered the tracks, he really wanted to talk about how CJ had a line that said, GENOCIDE MO! Nick had stopped the recording to check with CJ, affirming that he'd just sang GENOCIDE MO, and wondering if that was what he really wanted on the track, which he did. It's a great line, after all. So most of the parts from that song were put into a track on Super Famicom's The Bottom Tape titled... Be born, learn, work, retire, and die. Then the last riff from the song was a Lorianne song called From Womb to Tomb. At some point in my career, I'd forgotten about the use of this riff in Berserker, so I went ahead and used it again in the song No Gods by Laodicea. So, reusing riffs and lines is a tricky business, but I think it's worthwhile to leave Easter eggs for anyone who takes the time to get to know my work. Speaking of work, our last song on today's episode is A Real Doozy. From the 2003 CD, P.S. If the answer is no, then try to forget I ever asked. We have a real crusher, called Dreams Are For People Who Like To Be Sad. Sung to an unrequited love interest, I go through all the melodramatic beats of blaming for my self-loathing and bitterly shaming my subject for her virtues. Snarkily confessing I have so little to offer, when I had all the love in the world to give. I used to play this song last at my shows because I knew I could cry while playing it, and I had to give up the most emo performance possible, giving everyone their $5 worth. Musically, I think it's an alright song. I added a second guitar and keyboard without going overboard, and there was a certain vocal style you had to have if you were from the 217 area code and singing melodic emo songs. For a few shows, I tried to play along to an overly complicated mini accompaniment from my microcassette recorder, but it didn't work too well. I think that was after I added a third verse with a slight variance on the phrasing. It's too bad I don't have a version for you with all that rad stuff. I guess you'll have to cast off those dreams to slake your thirst on this genuine article. Because dreams are for people who like to be sad. One, two, three...
1: your perfection I'm compared to someone else I could never offer up- That's right, I'm not okay. It's all that I would say is real. I could never...
0: listening to my show. Next time we'll be going over songs from Super Famicom split with the LA Beard Club, The Good Lord Sent a Whale to Swallow Me, The Wandering Floret Part 1, The Diamond Rainbow and Les odysseas Volume 1. As always, thank you very much and I'll catch you later.